Welcome to Really Nikki, created by myself, Nikki Carpenter. I'm a writer and actress, and every week we'll discuss what's happening on the red carpet, TV and film and theater reviews, and also share upcoming projects. Y'all ready? Lights, camera, action. If you're happy and you know it, get the vaccine. If you're happy and you know it, get the vaccine. <laughs> okay, y'all look. Yesterday, my husband and I, we got the first dose of the Pfizer vaccination. This is not an ad to tell you what to do. I think everybody needs to just pray and make the best decision for their family. Uh-huh. But I will say this. Something happened when that needle was injected into my arm. Something happened. The, you know what? Let me, let me just play what happened. That is what I heard the moment I got the first dose. Y'all, I, I felt, I low-key felt like a super, superhero in these streets, okay? Then I went out last night with my friend for her birthday. We went to STK Steakhouse here in Chicago. And y'all, it just, it just felt like life. It felt like life was about to start happening again. I low-key teared up, okay? I I teared up because it, for one second, for one night, things felt normal. And it was definitely a mixture of me getting the vaccine, so feeling like we going to be all right, feeling like I'm going to be okay in these streets. And then turning around and going out the same day, I still had on my mask, I still... Uh, wash my hands and I had my hand sanitizer and social distance, all that good stuff. I still followed the protocol, but it was just something about knowing that I had half of the vaccine on top of being out that made me feel like, man, this we made it. We make it. We are making it. So um, it's just super exciting because I am working on so many projects for this summer. I want y'all to be able to come out to see some of these projects. If you're in Chicago, I, I would, you know, I just, I'm just ready. I want to go to the movies. I want to go to Essence Fest. I want to travel. I'm going to go eat in the French quarters. I'm just so, 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 so ready. So like I said, this is not an ad. Nobody paid me to do anything. I think everybody needs to make the best decision for their family and we prayed and we made the best decision for ours. And I'm about to be hashtag in these streets. I'm about to be hashtag unfit mother for the summer. It's about to be a holy girl summer, a hot girl mother summer. What, whatever you want to call it, in these streets, that's what I'm going to be as, as soon as I get the second dose. Quote me on that. <laughs> But how y'all doing? Y'all are y'all good? I feel like I am tempted to do this podcast twice a week because I feel like once a week is just it's too long. Like stuff be happening and I, I be want to connect with y'all and I'm just like, okay, maybe. Let me let me first let me perfect 
showing up once a week, but I'm thinking by June, I may start doing it twice a week. We'll see. So let's go to what's on the red carpet. Yesterday was the NAACP Awards. I did not get a chance to watch it live because as I stated, I was living my best life at the steakhouse. Oh, no. <laughs> but I did um, follow on Instagram in real time as they would post the winners. So Chadwick Boseman and Viola Davis, they both won from My Rainey. Y'all, every time, every time Chadwick wins something, I'm just like, it puts me in a bittersweet place because I am, like I said before, I am still mourning the death of Chadwick Boseman. Yes, I did not know him, all that good stuff, but I am still mourning his death. And so every time he wins something, I'm just like, man, I really wish he could be here to um, get his flowers. But on the other hand, I am still excited that we are... Um, giving him his things, you know, and, and, and death. And so, and it's not a pity win. It's not a pity, pity award. He, he snapped in my rainy. Okay. He, he did his thing. And so, um, that is so well-deserved. Eddie Murphy took home an award. Um, Stacey Abrams, um, Tabitha Brown and Kev on stage was in the same category for the best social media personality. And I voted for both of them. And so um, Tabitha Brown, she did win. And it's just it's just good to see, you know, Kev on stage, he posted to congratulate her for her win. So I thought that was cool because he was like, look, it's it's Tabitha Brown. Like, who doesn't love Tap of the Brown? So I, I thought that was pretty cool of him to post that. Um, and it's just, it's good to see. It's it's so good to see. So um, I'm sad that, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't able to check it out in real time. But I am uh, definitely celebrating everybody who was nominated and who took home awards. So um, something else that they're talking about on a red carpet is Issa Ray. Y'all, Issa Ray signed an eight-figure deal with Warner Media to produce like more content, more film, more movies, more TV, all that good stuff. So the the exact number um has been put out there. 40 million five-year HBO deal. Issa is just in her bag. She is everything. I want to be when I grow up. I have watched her literally like make a name for herself. Um, side note, I had a chance to meet her. I met her at the Blogalicious Conference, I want to say in 20, was it 14 or 15? I think it was 2014 because I had just got married. So I met her at the Blogalicious Conference, which um, was founded and created by Stacey Ferguson, who was um, my mentor for a, a, a brief moment. She actually mentored myself and Maddie James. I don't know if you guys follow Maddie James on Instagram. Um, she's the content creator. Um, she mentored us together uh, once a week. That was really cool. But I, I met Issa at the conference. This was a conference where I also met Ava DuVernay. And I have the pictures of me and Ava, but... I took a picture with Issa on my um, my my mini iPad, 
And that iPad slowly, slowly afterwards, it like just broke. It just went crazy. And I have tried like numerous times to get that thing restored simply because I want the picture of me and Issa. But, um, <laughs> you know, because these days it's like, if you don't have a picture, did it really happen? Did you did you really meet Issa? Nikki, stop lying. But no, I did meet Issa. Um, and, you know, the goal now is not to re-meet her. The goal is to actually like, you know, like be doing some work with her. But it's so cool to see her go from awkward black girl to insecure to having her own natural hair care line, her own coffee house in Inwood, California, her own record label, um, to now inking this deal with Warner Brothers on top of they're currently filming the final season of Insecure. But once they said, okay, this is the last season, it's no more. Literally like two days later, she was like, oh yeah, because I'm doing another show called City Girls um, and we're in the writer's room for that. So she is literally all the things I wish I could be when I grow up. Um, Mike Tyson posted a picture of Jamie Foxx on Instagram and his caption said, um, authorized. Let me, you know what? Let me, let me look up exactly what his caption said. Um, okay. It says, this is the authorized biopic miniseries. And so Jamie Foxx is going to play Mike Tyson in a limited series, um, directed by Antoine Fuqua. And Martin, Lord, y'all, I don't want to mess his name up. Scorsese on board. I have seen Jamie Foxx imitate Mike Tyson. He is the perfect person for this. Jamie Foxx is one of those people who, he can do everything. He's literally in my top five um, when it comes to like performers because he's a comedian. He can act. Have you seen Ray? Um, he can sing like he does it all. And he has what I call staying power. So he's been in the game since in living color days. He had his own show, his own television show. Like Jamie Foxx literally is a goat. And so um, I'm excited for this. When it comes out, I'm definitely going to check it out. I think it was um ironic that Mike Tyson used the word authorized and he sort of, he capitalized all all the letters and authorized because that ties into what I'm going to talk about today. Um, I did get a chance to check out some of Genius's um, Aretha, which stars Cynthia Erivo, um on the National Geographic Network. Uh, I mean, not network, channel. I did get a chance to check it out a little bit. Um, And let me just go through like the general facts. Um, This was written by Susan Lloyd Parks, which I first came to know about Susan Lloyd Parks through the world of theater. She is a playwright, but after I did some research, she's also in her film bag as well. So, um, and she wrote a Billie Holiday movie with Andrew Day. Um, It was directed by Anthony Hemingway. He directed um, Underground and American Crime Story. Um, The cast is Cynthia Erivo. Uh, We may know her. She also played um, Harriet Tubman. She played Celie on Broadway. That sort of kind of like launched her career. And she's an amazing vocalist. Um, She plays Aretha Franklin. Courtney B. Vance. Y'all, if I I cursed, I would be like Courtney B. Mother 
effing Vance. <laughs> because anything that Courtney B. Vance is in, like to watch him, it's like watching gold. He plays Reverend C.L. Franklin, the father of Aretha Franklin. And if you're not familiar with Courtney B. Vance, let me just give you a brief um, bio. He is the husband of my auntie, Angela Bassett. Um, you may know him from The Preacher's Wife. He played Johnny Cochran in The Trial of OJ. He's in Lovecraft Country. And he's also the president of the SAG Atra Foundation since 2019. He he not playing, okay? Um and then this, when I found out this fact, my heart just smiled. Pauletta Washington plays Rachel Franklin, the grandmother of Aretha Franklin. For those of you who do not know who Pauletta Washington is, her husband is Denzel Washington. Her son is John David Washington. Rumor has it, Pauletta is an amazing performer, amazing actress in her own right, but she decided to let Denzel go and do his thing while she stayed home and took care of the kids. And so now um, the kids are all grown and she's coming back around. And so it is good to see that she is is getting uh, back on stage and, and back into the world of acting. So Oh, I just love that so much for her as a mom. I can identify. So I love that. Um, so one of the questions that I had about not this particular project of Aretha, but about both projects, uh, because you all know. So this one with Cynthia Erivo is not authorized. So Aretha Franklin's family was actually uh, boycotting this particular project because it was not authorized. Um, one of Aretha's wishes before she passed away was for Jennifer Hudson to play um, the role of herself. And so that film comes out in August 2021. And so... I I was just interested in knowing why would, um, so, okay, so the film with Jennifer Hudson is through Universal. Why would people decide to do the same movie in the same year? And this has nothing to do with the actresses. Um, This has nothing to do with Jennifer Hudson or Cynthia Erivo. As a Black actress here in America, I am aware that there are... (laughs) There's not a abundance of roles for us already. So I see no fault in Sarethia, uh, y'all, in Cynthia taking on the role of Jennifer Hudson. It was, she auditioned, she got the role. It was available. Um, Jennifer Hudson auditioned for the other one. She got the role. It was available. So my issue is putting it out the same year. It just seems like it automatically puts the public against each other. It, it makes people want to ha- feel the need to have to choose, um, especially if you're not in the world of film and television. And so I'm seeing it happen online. A lot of people are like, you know, I'm not going to watch this one or, you know, I'm not going to watch that one or, you know, I, I whatever. It's, it's just divided opinions when, you know, and, and a lot of people are giving slack to the actors, the actresses in this case, but I'm just like, look, that's a, a gig is a gig. And 
nobody, especially if you're black, you can't really afford to like turn down like major studio network gigs like that. And so my main concern was again, like why would both networks, I don't know. I'm I'm just, why would National Geographic, I guess, decide to move forward with a project that was not authorized by Aretha's family? And so with full knowledge that there was another project um, on the way as well. So, but needless to say, I tuned in for like the first two episodes. It is an eight episode uh, miniseries. And again, like I've been stating before, I have a three-year-old, so I I can't just sit down and watch TV like that. And especially being at home, I just can't really focus on um, TV. You know, my time is limited, so I did try to watch as much as I could. Um, And it wasn't it wasn't bad. You know, I I definitely want to try to finish it and see. You know, but I I enjoy Cynthia. I think she is definitely a a star of our generation. The girl is bad okay she can sing she can act uh everybody know the color purple is my favorite movie of all time and so what she did with Seeley was just groundbreaking um so you know I definitely want to support her and and check it out so I'm going to try to finish it and I look forward to seeing Jennifer Hudson Jennifer Hudson is bad as well the girl can come on she got those pipes uh, she is a Oscar-winning actress, and she is from my hometown, Chicago, my Chicago sister. So I, I definitely um, love to see the progression of her career from American Idol to now. So I do want to check out both projects um, and, and support both of them. You know, like because again, like I said, if you're not in the industry. On the outside looking in, it's just like, oh, well, I wouldn't did, blah, blah, blah. you know, it's just so much about what people would have done. But if you are in the industry and actually trying to be a working actor, a working actress who wants to like take on these roles, and of course, um, most actors' dream is to do a biopic of somebody great. Um, you're not gonna just easily say, oh no, I'll pass. You know, like. Especially again, if it's a major budget, like you may pass if the church down the street is doing a play on Aretha Franklin and they want to pay you like a hundred dollar stipend. <laughs> That's probably an easy pass, but you may find yourself doing it if it's a major network like National Geographic and a major studio like Universal. And so um, that's just something to to consider um, when we are giving our opinions about these things that are happening in Hollywood among Black actresses. Over the weekend, HBO released a documentary. It is entitled Tina, Her Life, Her Story. Um, It is about the one and only Tina Turner. And I checked it out because I, I love Tina Turner. Like... I just love her. I love who she is. I love her music. I love her story. I love her strength. I love the fact that she is a black woman who has been living in the south of France for like decades now. 
don't quote me on decades, but I do know for sure she was like, peace out, America. I'm gone to go live in the south of France and enjoy boat life and the ocean, blue waters and my man, and I'm gone. But I did check out the documentary and um, I will say this, those who know me know What's Love Got to Do With It, starring Angela Bassett and Lawrence Fishburne, is definitely in my top 10, probably my top five. Um, I just, I, the performances in that movie, oh my goodness, are master performances. And so as I was watching a documentary, I was like, wow, like there was nothing I didn't really know from the documentary that wasn't already in the film. And so it was it was weird. Um, the film came out June 9th, 1993. It was directed by Brian Gibson. Um, wow, okay, so Angela won the Golden Globe for the best for best actress for that movie. Um, and it was nominated for Academy Award for, for Best Actress. But um, everything in the movie was pretty much on point, even from her uh, describing like the scene, the last fight she had when she knew she had to leave. Um, Tina, the real Tina Turner said that, yeah, she left the hotel and she ran across the freeway to another hotel, the the Ramada Inn. And y'all know like in the actual film, that is, the scene, baby, when Angela Bassett got that white suit on and she... Baby, that scene alone, she could have won an Oscar from that. Okay, that that run and 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 that walk into the hotel, everything, everything. And so I was just, um, yeah. I mean, the documentary is is definitely a must watch. Even if you have seen the movie, just check out the documentary because um, it's cool to see those old clips. Oh my goodness, Tina Turner is so beautiful. And her voice is so unique. And again, her story is a story of strength. And to even see her take her career back after the divorce and um, after the abuse and, and have a whole comeback situation, I was just like, man. Um, and so I am glad that she has been able to tell her story I feel like more people, um, more black women, I'm seeing more black women tell their story. Um, and I think it's good. I think you don't even have to be 
older to just start archiving your story. Like when Cicely Tyson passed away, it was so crazy because literally her book came out and then she passed away like that same week, like maybe three days later after her book came out. And it was almost like symbolic of her saying like, I've I've told my story now and I have nothing else to say and I'm, I'm gone. And so not to say like, you know, tell your story before you die, but to say, tell your story and start crafting it um, and tell your story in your own words. So when you are gone, um, they don't have to be like, well, what did, did she? No, we already know. We already know. We know exactly what you um, believed. We know exactly what happened. We know exactly what your dreams and your hopes were were because you started to craft your own story. And so I I love the fact that um, Tina sat down for this because she has been in retirement um, and I don't think she's going to be going doing any more tours anytime soon. She's in her 80s. Um, And so I think it was good that she sat down and, and told her story her way. And what's crazy is I have a um, affinity for old mid-century homes specifically in LA so like there's a view that like I love of LA um we've seen it in what's not what's love and uh why do fools fall in love starring Lorenz Tate, Lila Roshan, Vivica Fox um and Holly Berry uh there's a scene I always think about in that movie that I'm like, I want a house like that. But um, Ike and Tina, they lived in a house that had that same view. And they showed the house in that documentary. And so I went and looked it up. The house recently sold for like a million, which in LA, that's pretty cheap. So I was like, you know, <laughs> One of my, I have like goals. So I'm, I'm going way off. So I have like, okay, short-term goals, long-term goals. Then I have like realistic goals. And then I have, I kid you not, I, I did not just make this up. I have never in your wildest dreams goals. And that is a song by Tina Turner and Barry White. It's called Never in Your Wildest Dreams. And, and I just have a list of stuff like, don't say it's not possible because it's wild. Just put it on a list. That's what a never in your wildest dream list is for. And so when I was looking at the home and I was doing some research, I was like, I want to buy Ike and Tina Turner's um, old home, their former home in LA with that view. I want to buy it. And so that is officially going down on my never in your wildest dreams list. And this is what I want you to do. I want you to send me a message on Instagram. My Instagram name is really Nikki TV. Ha ha. I got it right this week. Send me a message on Instagram. DM me and tell me what is one of your never in your wildest dreams wish. Okay. And if it sounds a little too like practical, then I'm going to be like, uh-uh, that's, that's too practical. Like I needed to be out of this world. I need you to be like, I would like to go paint the moon neon green. And I'd be like, yes, 
That is what I'm talking about. So send me one of your never in your wildest dreams wish. So in honor of her making a comeback to the world of film, television, theater, I decided to show some old school love to Pauletta Washington herself. Pauletta Washington was born on September 28th in 1950 in Newton, North Carolina. She is known for her work on Philadelphia, that came out in 1983, Antoine Fisher, and Happily Ever After. She has been married to Denzel Washington since June 25th, 1983. Pause. So they got married the year before I was born and literally the day before I was born. So they got married in 1983. I was born in 1984 and they got married on June 25th and I my birthday is June 26th. Could mean nothing to you, but it it's, it means it means something to me. I don't I don't know what it means, <laughs> but it's a sign for something. Um so she's married to Denzel Washington Washington. They have four children together. So Denzel once said that um Two of his children are behind the scenes and two are in front of the camera. So so two are behind the camera and two are in front of the camera. So we know for sure um, John David Washington is in front of the camera. He did, um, what was I about to say, Undercover Brother? That's not, that wasn't the, the name of that film. He did the, the um, Black Klansman and he did Malcolm and Marie. And then I, I believe their daughter, Olivia, is the one who is also an actress as well. Um, Pauletta studied at Juilliard. Wow, Juilliard University of North Carolina School of the Arts and the University of North Texas. She is a smart woman. Um, let's see. What else can I find about her? Oh, okay. So here it says uh, she's also she's on the um she's on Spellman's website. It says that she is well, one she's a trustee of Spellman, but she is a vocalist and a classically trained pianist. I did not know that. Wow. Okay. Wait, and it also says she has been widely recognized for her role as Terry Angelou from 2002 to 2004 in the comedy series, The Parkers. Did y'all know that? I didn't know that. Okay. So, yeah, scrolling down, it says she was recently, she was cast in a recurring role in the limited series, Genius Aretha, about the life and legacy of the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. So she does have a recurring role. I need to go back and look at the first two episodes more in depth because I didn't, I just, I guess, I guess I didn't recognize her, but I found out because doing my research. Um, what else can we find out about her? Okay, so she says she's, she grew up in a, this is her, um, a quote from her. I grew up in a family that was very active in and dedicated to educational pursuits. And I have always been interested in helping and using my talents 
in ways that will serve others. I have deep roots in the HBCU family as my son and father graduated from Morehouse and and A&T, respectively, and my mother attended Bennett College. I know my parents would be so proud to know I am continuing in their footsteps. And that was a quote from Spellman's website because she is, as I stated earlier, a trustee. Wow. So, um, and even if you like, listen to a lot of, about Denzel, he, he gives her credit for their marriage and their family. And then if you go look at John David's um, Instagram page, which I do plan to to talk about his Instagram page um, in a future episode for a very specific reason. But if you go and look at his page, he credits his mom for a lot. And so I'm happy to see that they recognize that she um, is, uh, is the rock. She's sort of kind of the glue from what they post and she put them first. And so I'm happy again to see that she has come back around and uh, we get to experience a great performer and the great singer and a great actress and a great pianist that the great Pauletta Washington is. So kudos to her. Shout out to her. Personal projects, we are getting closer and closer to the Black Monologues happening with Victory Gardens Theater on April 10th at 2 p.m. I got an email from the theater a few days ago. We are just about sold out. Uh, Once I received that email, they said they had about 30 tickets left. And so um, if you have not gotten your free tickets yes i said free if you have not gotten your free tickets to check out the black monologues and you have time and you want to see like what i've been able to to write what the other writers reggie reginald edmund tiffany oglesby um have been able to write if you want to see what uh, director deanna reed foster uh, was able to direct and the magic that she um, created to make this story come together and and all of the amazing actors and everybody who played a part, go and get your free ticket. It is in the um, the link in my bio on Instagram. My Instagram name is really Nikki TV. Go and reserve your free ticket. Uh, put it on the big screen for your family to indulge. Um, it is not family friendly. I will say that. I have some extremely diverse characters, um, but it is good. So it's a matinee show, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Go and check it out. Also, um, my first short film written, directed by me, I play the lead role. It's called No Due Date. It's about all of the insensitivities that occur when a couple is trying to conceive it will be out april 11th the next day um it's gonna be it's gonna make its debut at a a virtual conference called her birthright um and literally that week is black maternal health week and then right after black maternal health week is black infertility week and so 
I am looking forward to get the ball um, going and just to have conversation. Some of you all know, some of you, you all may not know, but we struggled for two years trying to get pregnant, trying to conceive. Um, so India, our daughter, is a huge blessing. That's probably why she is spoiled because we wanted her bad um, and it was not easy. And so God gave me that film as we were trying to conceive. Um, and then I got pregnant and the, the film got put on a shelf and then it came back around and I totally reconstructed the script to make it COVID friendly and God gave me a sponsor. So he literally gave me no excuses and we filmed it a few weeks ago and it is ready to go and it will be out April 11th. So if you would like to be able to be um, one of the first people to see it. Do subscribe to my newsletter. The link is also in my bio on Instagram, really Nikki TV. I do not spam you. I sometimes forget I even have a newsletter until MailChimp takes out their $30. So <laughs> um, I won't be spamming you, but I will definitely be just keeping you up to date with what's happening um, in, in this film, TV, theater life of mine. So definitely subscribe to that and um, get the conversation going. Okay, so I want to end the podcast with sharing something that my therapist um, shared with me this week. She got my life. So she basically said, stop waiting to be discovered. And I'm not going to go in depth about what a lot of that was about. Um, of course, it has, you know, a lot to do with career stuff, but it, it, it's also way more than career. Um, and so I want to share that with you as well. Um, if you are waiting for anything, um, sometimes we wait for things to happen and we're waiting and we're waiting and we're waiting. And it's like, well, what what exactly are you waiting for? Like, what are you waiting for? And sometimes you miss that the power is actually in your hand. The ball is in your court. You're waiting for this grand thing to happen as opposed to you making that grand thing happen, as opposed to you grabbing that thing by the reins and saying, I actually have control and I'm not going to wait. I'm ar- I already am. I'm not going to wait to be discovered. I'm already discovered. I discovered myself. I validated myself. I approved myself. And so once she told me that, baby, baby, I was just like, this is what, how soon can I sign up for the next appointment? So I want to just, I wanted to share that with you all. It blessed me. It got me together. uh, And it it really just confirmed a lot of things um, for myself. And so What are you waiting for? Stop waiting to be discovered. You already are discovered. You already are. If you're waiting for a sign, this is it. All right, y'all. I look forward to talking to y'all again. I will be back next week. Have a great week. Let me know what you're watching, all that good stuff, and we'll chat soon. Peace.